in the failure, and I'm going to put failure in quotation marks, you were never supposed to get what you thought you were. You were supposed to learn the lesson that will actually get you to the next thing that's even better than what you thought it was. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, episode 100. Oh, oh yes, 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 da, 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 wee, oui, wee, oui, wee, oui. and however many times I can say yes in multiple languages. Uh, we are uh, all three together for the first time in almost two years, and yeah. we have no masks on, and we are all in the same room. Uh, we've actually been here for almost three days trying to figure out the best positioning so you can see the beautiful parliament buildings behind us. I'm not sure if you're able to see that. We're in Ottawa, the capital of Canada, where we're all from. Uh, most people think uh, Toronto actually is the capital of uh, Canada or Canada, but it's, uh, it's, it's Ottawa. I it think is. maybe at one time it was actually. Toronto? Toronto. I don't know. We'll have to Google. All right. We'll yeah. have to look at the Oracle of the Google and figure this out. But Toronto is the capital of Ontario. Yeah. Toronto <laughs> is the capital of Ontario. Although they do the, call it the capital of Canada. But well, Canada sure. and Ontario are two it's, different things. It is. Although. Are you guys looking for a check here? Huh? Toronto is the capital of Ontario and Ottawa is the it's capital of Canada. Canada. Yes. yes. All right. Yes. I'm just throwing it out there that I think Toronto was the capital of so we're going to confuse more U.S. listeners. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. They don't. I don't know. think anyone from the U.S. actually does listen. No, no. I don't think they want to. Although we do have over uh, 600 reviews right now, which is fabulous. Five stars, which is amazing. Thank you. This is uh, episode 100, our centennial, our uh, 100th. We wanted to be all together to do this, and I think this podcast is going to be on all the shit that's happened in order to put this podcast together. <laughs> because. I kid you not, no shit, uh, we have been together for almost three days now, and this is the first time we actually sit down and actually get this done, I think, complete. Well, yes. we wanted to make it special for all the listeners, and I think we were concentrating more on that. Then we had some technical issues. Well, no, we had a lot of technical issues. Yeah. Then we were worried about the scenery behind us, and then once we got our shit together it yesterday, which we were close. <laughs> it was dark. The sun was, no, it wasn't dark. The sun was right <laughs> behind us, so we were blinded. So you couldn't see us, but you saw the sunset, I guess. Which was um, really nice. It had all sorts of pretty colors. It was. It was really pretty. So, But we still didn't pick a topic. I think we were throwing around three or four ideas. Yes. Uh, maybe we just, just do a hybrid of yes. shit. Because we wanted to do a lot of different things. We wanted to do what one was a story of a journey, a story of a journey and how we all got to this place and this point. The other was a hundred words of success. We'd pick a different word and figure oh, right. out what that meant to us and how we could become successful around that word because I think it would be very important. And then we also had... A perspective on... We were going to give a scenario. So we were going to give a scenario on a property acquisition and then just get everyone's perspective on what would they do to take it down, their exit strategy, their optimization, just to see the different ways well, we would approach it. Right. Well, yeah, and there will be, there's, there's not a wrong to it. It's just different ways to do. Three ways to skin things. the same cat. Right. Yeah, we can take a, a scenario in completely. And then, of course, Frank had resources. And resources. And we have resources, yeah. Like the different things, that the different resources that you could tap into in order to be successful. And tools you can use on your you journey. Tools you can use. Yeah. There's a lot of tools that we do use, and you know, maybe a top five, top ten. Not that we went through the list because there's yeah. so many of them, but so there's a lot. And then you know, there's also a, a possible collage of different experiences that we've had over the last. You know, it's been a year now. Our, this has been a year in the making. This podcast. We start. I think we broadcasted first September of last year, and so we're 
pretty much, or maybe October. I'm not sure. Yeah, in that, but in that neighborhood. It's been about a year, so it's been a really interesting journey. And hopefully, as you as a listener as well, you've enjoyed our series in podcasting, which uh, obviously we want to bring the best content possible. We don't want to be repetitive. We don't want to have to necessarily bring ads either. I know there are a lot of podcasts that you know start with great content and it really it peters off. And we're struggling actually with creating two episodes a week, which is really what the goal was, with, and having fresh content 100% easy. So we're definitely going to start bringing guests in as of the 100th episode and doing things a little bit different. And the guests are going to be obviously related to what we're doing and making sure that you as a listener get the most value possible from these episodes. So with that, I guess those disclosures and us still having a huge question mark as to which direction we're going to go because we really didn't decide on it. I had the Rock, best paper, of, scissors, actually. Did. The best of. We're going to do the best of. We're the best of, it. yeah, where we can take the best of and uh, and chop that up and but, but know, then we would have to go through a hundred episodes. Yeah. Yeah, we, so we had a lot of best of. I think everything is the best. It was. Well, we're definitely having a good time. Anything to do with what you guys say is really anything they say is you know questionable. Well, at least what's on camera. <laughs> at least we look good. I think we do. I can't see myself. I don't know but about that. That's the weirdest thing you've ever said. Well, I'm saying you look, look good in terms of your shirt. I don't know if I've ever seen you wear well, a shirt Michael, on a podcast. Well, hold on a sec. We were in Quebec actually day one and uh, got to know. Got to know. And the internet connection wasn't Present. fantastic. <laughs> it, it, ran, it, was, it was cranking. You had to crank it up, and it was it used Vaseline and castor oil as a, as a combination yes. to, to warm it up. Yeah, well, Marco says, get the gasoline yeah. container uh, to prime it. Anyways, yeah. and then we came to Ottawa, and you rented the... Shit, this is one of the probably the biggest room that I've seen. It's not a room. This is like a, a, it's a big floor. suite. <laughs> we got a whole floor. Pretty close. We got many exits. And uh, just like we like to do in real estate, very far yeah, to yeah, four different doors in this. There are four exits. Strategies in this room. <laughs> four <laughs> exits in this room. Yeah, you have a huge conference area. You've got a sofa area. You've got a waiting area. You actually have a pre-waiting area yeah, that's in right. the bedrooms. Well, let's not forget about the rooftop. Yes, we have so a rooftop, rooftop uh, pad. Yeah, and we also like, have like this big cooler. So maybe for episode two hundred, we have everybody come here and we have a live podcast. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a rules permitting. That we'll would be that, that would be place. really good. We'll do it at my place. We'll yeah. have everyone that wants to come in, and we'll we'll have a party. Yeah, yeah. so Q and A's. We're gonna figure out how yeah. they're gonna get selected yeah. to come in. So that's good. We found topic for episode two hundred. So well, can we get there first? Because more. I think as a listener, if I'm listening to us talk right now, they're like, okay, guys, what are you gonna talk? What are you gonna teach us today? What are we gonna talk about? What words of wisdom? Let's talk about. I like how we got here. Like how we got here. Right? These how we things. got here. We. Well, other than, you know, not the transportation logistics uh, of getting to Ottawa, but... The journey? The journey. But I know we had an episode where we talked about our journey, how we get onto real estate, whatever. Yeah, but the journey that we spoke about was the struggle. I think the, the we really cover the journey of, you know, why we're working together and what our goals are and our objectives are as a group. Sure. Because we'll I think that. that we've all come from different backgrounds and, you know, some of us struggled more than others, but... We got to real estate for the same reason, which was to create passive income and not have to work in order to be able to enjoy life. And I think we're at a point where we've, for the most part, achieved that, but this is not where we want to end this, right? We, the journey is just beginning, in my opinion. I don't know about you guys. Well, but. the journey is a destination. It is, but everything that we're doing in terms of our curriculum, our, the fun that we're creating. Then yesterday, you know, during dinner, we talked about other avenues to get to a much bigger goal yeah and, and we bounced a lot of things around last night yeah for when we joined well i think we joined marco at the same time actually yeah you were like a year earlier yeah 
And uh, coming from a background with the government, the last few years I was doing training material. I know it would be cool to have, because Marco, you have a lot of ideas in your head, and I know after an event, your whiteboard is, is like it's been barfed on. You're thinking things faster than you can actually write them. And, and I love that about you. And you're very, you think of shit on the spot. You're like, oh my goodness, this is going to be cool. So to put all your thoughts together in a in the back office on the curriculum in the members area, I think it was our biggest challenge. Hurdle. It was our biggest challenge, but I think it was a biggest benefit to the students. Hang on, for those that don't know what a curriculum is, if I'm listening, tell you guys. So anyone that judges, that either follows, even on this podcast, there's a free area and a paid area. There's both. There's a free area where we give resources. And there's a paid area where we give a lot of resources. And depending on the the amount of work that you want and the level of service that you're looking for and the amount of ass kicking, there'll be different, same members area, just access to different things. And all three of us put a lot of effort into it, from you guys organizing it to me putting videos together and you even putting videos together as well, guys. You've put a lot to this. But I could have definitely not done this without you two. And I guess we made a decision at one point to make things better. Because I didn't have a curriculum a few years ago. That's right. From the point that when we started, they, you know, we we had you in your mind at that point. All we did was yeah. Skype classes. That's right. Yeah. That's it was Marco. It was you. It was. But I think the common you, thread here is you. that it, it was fresh. But sometimes someone, you know, even when my wife is like, "Shit," he gave us a lot of info, and if you're not taking good notes, you're going to miss some of the points. And yeah. to have that back office when we decided to, you know what? But not only that, even with. Um, inquiries when people have questions for us right how do we serve them better so we we implemented a ticket system where you know you submit a question and we answer it and and you can see which one's pending which one is solved which one you know if you want to do a follow-up so i've seen you grow over the last you know six seven years like 100 times fold like and, and even yeah. as a person though well the process went from you know back then students chasing marco's knowledge to marco's knowledge now being kind of just sent out there into the the universe of of all the members and it's been great but i think the common thread here of why we're all here together was to a certain extent whether you did this at your old job where you were putting training materials together and all that and you know i come from an educational background as well and you love teaching I, i think this wanting to help people through education is something that i believe the glue that kind of put this together and started this process we all have a desire to help others and I teach, I've taught a lot of people. You know a lot of people that have bought a lot of assets. We know a lot of people that have bought things that we would never want to, I would never want to have other students learn from because of A, their personality, B, their intent is not to really help others from a selfless point of view because we're selfless in a lot of ways. It's not like, how much juice can I extract from this person before I get something? Like, it's all about me, 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 me. None of us talk or think in this way. It's how much can we give and then we'll figure out how we take care of each other later. But it's how much can we get first? That's the first conversation we have. And if someone's being a, you know, we've had some some students that you've said, Marco, I can't. If this person contacts me again, I'm just, I just can't do it. Forgive you know me for I'm saying that, about. but yeah, it but is. But you know what I'm talking about. And there's been a few of those. I think uh, it was, um, they felt a sense of entitlement. And yes. I was giving my time and I, w- I didn't like the way I was being talked to. And I was yeah. trying to help them sincerely. But they didn't want the help. I, I guess they had, you know, maybe they envisioned it's something different. But, but we don't have too many of those. There's a, just a few. Well, it's not but. a do it for me membership. It's an yeah. It's just a I want to learn membership and provide you with the processes, the tools, the roadmaps, so that I can follow this and not kind of veer off track and hurt myself. And that's the difference. And then you know many students. I don't want to say many because there's not that many, but 
the ones typically that cause this issue are just ones that feel like you said a sense of entitlement where they expect that we're going to do everything for them and that's actually part of the part of our rules right <laughs> yeah, rule if, if you think we're going to do it for you, you, you. For yeah and, and i get it where they're coming from they're anxious to get their first deal to, to move sure. on but we preach over and over it is a process and it does take time to master it and that's why it's called remastery because you want to master it all right and, and, and education i think i got a good yeah yeah <laughs> exactly even with the events i miss the events i got i'm not lying man the, the uh, events, absolutely. The retreat. absolutely so marco put together actually you got quite a few events you got the annual retreat we got success reflex we got uh, gap compression we got ninja creative, uh, ninja creative. in that at the atmosphere even though we do a great job on zoom and we you know we make it fun for everyone but that personal when everyone's all together it's it's uh well the networking it, side of thing it's right it's pretty cool but not even just the network just having the people there the students seeing them seeing how excited they are and then they get pumped everyone's walking up pumped up and yeah we're gonna do this and they bump heads and chest all right i don't friend. Know if they do that really but <laughs> what was in your coffee chest hey <laughs> <laughs> honestly of all the events i really missed the annual retreat because it's pretty cool you know all the membership level students whether you're in membership xyz they're, they're all there sharing their wins learning from others wins and and you know a lot of times even through zoom not everybody has their camera on or whatever so it's it's nice to put a, a face on names or we sometimes share wins of, of some of the students and you hear in, and there's some students that are really you know really going hard at this and they get multiple wins in succession and it's cool you know you hear this name all the time and then you get to meet them and pick their brain like what are they doing different than i am how come i'm not moving that quickly i know that's what i did when i was attending the retreats and and i think frank you and i built a, a really strong bond as students at the time before we started working with marco based on these events and retreats yeah we did well you were always there yeah the social aspect is, is important you learn from each other you realize that what is someone else doing what's the missing key what's the missing someone else is doing or what angle are they using or what's their language pattern or what's the one thing that they're doing differently than I am since they're getting a result that's different than you, right? And I think there's a lesson there. And if you're not getting the results that you're looking for, that you expect, all results are result of certain actions. So if you have, you want an X result, if you want to be a millionaire, you have to act a certain way. If you want to have $100 million, it's not the same thing as a millionaire. They act differently at 1 million, 50 million, 100 million, 500 million, 1 billion. They're very specific patterns of behavior that go with those levels. And if you don't change your behavior pattern to mirror whatever results you're looking for, you're not going to get that. And it starts small, like first deal, right? We all want our first deal. Yeah. But sometimes our first deal won't necessarily be our best deal, right? It'll be just the deal that we hope we, we get. But, and then you want to refine that, refine it, and get better. Yeah. And then you want to get a deal faster than the last time. And then you want more deals. You want a bigger deal. And then you, you know, you you learn from the mis. You can either look at your mistakes as fuck ups, right? Oh, I screwed it up, and or you can look at those as lessons that you can grow on, can be better the next time. Like with your hotel or with the mobile home parks or you know with anything else. The first deal is maybe not always the best one, but it's in my opinion, at least for me, was the most important one because. You know, as much as you're gung-ho when you when you start a new process and coaching, it's a form of validation that everything works. You know, for someone who, who well, you mean, at the end of the day, you have to have faith when you start something new, but faith is always validated with, you know, results, right? So to me, the first one was just, 
and holy shit this works a lot better than i thought it would or a lot quicker than i thought and it it took me probably longer than most students to get my first deal so i don't know how long did it take oh, no, you? That's right. Sorry, Frank. I, for, I forgot you were on my left. Uh, I, was, I was eight months in. All right. I was still scratching my head. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Then I went to Marco. I was like, uh, what's going on? Yeah. I don't understand why I, I don't need to know where the sun's so, at. Mark, Marco entered a room. There was a lot of plastic yes. on the floor. And, yes. That, yeah. There's and Frank's a lot of like, what's going on here? <laughs> why is this? A g- <laughs> yeah. But actually, yeah, I get it. Your first deal, even your second deal, or third deal, you're just refining what you're looking for in the end. You're just like, you know, if you don't like it, that's fine. You can always dump it. There's always an exit strategy yeah. and still make money on it. But I think the lesson is, and yeah, we bought some shithole properties before the things, not shithole, but financially made sense or whatever, but it was difficult to it, manage. It was a challenge. Yeah. And, but you know what? I wouldn't trade that, buddy. I, I would not trade that one bit because it made me stronger, better, and more knowledgeable on what to look for and how to address it and how to turn that, you know, shithole into an opportunity or opportunity centers or whatever it is. So thankfully, we bought it right, didn't lose any money. So we made money even on the worst property. But that's because of your attitude as well. Because I know folks, I'm not going to say the whole name, but I'm going to just say the capital. Careful. Mm-hmm. All right. There's a student called The. That, that bought a series of properties. And actually, I think you were going to buy, they wanted to flip it to someone because they were having so many problems with it. And I don't want to say what the name is. But after conversating with this person, you were like, I don't want anything. Like, I'll give you half of what you paid for it, even though what they were selling it for made sense. And is this clicking now? I, I'm trying to remember who it is. Yes. But maybe yeah, tell me off air no, but, don't say it. but it was the last time they ever wanted to deal with a property because they were so bad they were micromanaging the manager constantly for example if there was a oh fixed, i know hell even <laughs> i knew <laughs> so even if if there was something that needed to be fixed this person would spend hours on the internet trying to save three dollars on a component because saving money was more important to them than saving time and they were micromanaging their manager so much that there's no manager anymore that even wanted the property and they had such a bad taste in their mouth because of the attitude in which they put the and once you own a property just disclosure all we can do is guide right if you buy a property and you and i have processes in place and someone decides not to follow my processes obviously it's my fault for them not following my processes right it's always my fault and that's the thing with an educator is you're going to have people that are going to always blame me for them not doing well. No matter how tight my processes are, no matter how many videos I have, no matter how many checklists, even there's someone now whom I, I love very much, I'm more respect for than, than most. I love this guy, all right? And I, he's just an amazing human, but he can't get his shit straight with contract. We were just having this conversation yesterday. Yeah. You know, and he's making the same mistake over and over and over again. And we're going to keep helping him. But at the end of the day... If you're making the same damn mistakes and the same contracts constantly and we keep telling you the same thing and you keep getting into trouble, there's no amount of coaching or helping that's going to fix that until you fix yourself. So with, just to bring this, this lesson back around, is that all three of us, we make a mistake and we learn from that mistake so it never happens. And we're accountable about it. And yeah. we, we're supposed to learn the lesson for a reason. But many learn, they learn the lesson. But they don't fix it, and then they use that as an excuse as to why to never do that again. Well, right? Argue that I, this, they didn't this, this, learn this the lesson. <laughs> this is too hard for me. I can't do this anymore. This is not something that's going to work. Negative nanny all the way around, right? So having the lesson and realizing that this is what I need to learn, and then never, at least trying to never happen. You know, it could happen again because you didn't learn the lesson necessarily perfectly the first time. But at least 
you're putting in the effort to never make it. And that's the thing people have. Listen, the more excuses you have, the less uh, likelihood you're going to be successful. And it's easy to point the finger to, yes, someone like an educator saying, well, it didn't work, Marco. Well, I blamed you a little bit in the in the first eight months. But behavior can change. No, no, but hold on a sec. No, I did blame a little bit because I had a misunderstanding of it, but you're right. But then you course corrected and, and that's it. And I don't think I made that mistake ever since. We also deleted Excel from the computer. I helped you course correct. All I can do is tell you what to do, but I can't do it for you. No, of course. No. Right. And I don't want you to. I didn't yes. want to actually when you approached me. Yes. So all I can do is help. And, and if you don't course correct, if you can't fix that for yourself, you're never going to get better. But I told you what to do and you did it. So you get the credit, not me. Well, between all that, with the curriculum, with the events, with the education, the free and the not free and uh, whatever, that's all there to help and guide uh, the students or someone that wants to get involved in this. And if they follow it, and that's the thing, sometimes they're too lazy to go even (laughs) to go to the resource, right? And they go, you know, I I don't like that. They go and they're like, what do I do next? What do I do next? We have all this because we went through these scenarios. We have videos, we have supporting documentation, we have supporting uh, worksheets and everything. So everything's there, but some people do get a little bit lazy and uh, they just, it's easier to ask and to be pointed at as opposed to go find it yourself. But everyone wants to run before they learn how to walk. Right. At the end of the day, responsibility is on. It always is. Right. You just got to figure it out. Underlying lesson here there is. Again, we were just talking about how we've grown or how have you grown and that sincerely we're here to help people like you that want to get involved and you know my life's been blessed by meeting marco and gabe and i feel like i'm always growing with them and when i talk to them you you learn something new every day which is cool because we have different perspective on different things so ultimately is yeah i guess the whole underlying lesson here is if you're going to get involved in something or whatever it is it doesn't even have to be real estate if you have a sensei if you have a coach if you have someone that's been there and did it and they're giving you the resources. Don't be lazy. Get rid of the excuses, and and don't cry for your failure for someone. Point the finger at someone else. But real estate is the driver for us. But we use everything, all these processes, in a similar fashion in anything we approach in life, right? Other businesses. I mean, we're not one-trick ponies. We we all do other things as well. And I think just working together, though, there is a point, and maybe this is a a segue somewhere else but it feels like you know choosing the right people to work with is also crucial into the growing factor so you know we all started on our own to a certain extent where you know we built our little real estate portfolio following processes and and then slowly slowly as we wanted to get bigger and stronger because obviously if there's a difference between buying a five unit or six unit and then you know, investing into buying a 50 or 100 unit in terms of capital requirements, in terms of the deal structures, in terms of the creativity behind the deal structure. So, you know, having like-minded individuals that complement each other is a lot easier to work with other people than doing everything on your own. And there's only so much you can do by yourself. And, you know, we, we keep saying how we leverage money in terms of getting a property, but leveraging other humans with, you know, when you have complementary uh, factors is could take you so far and it'll save you even more time. And I think that's, you know, where I feel like we work well together. And I think that, you know, that the future is bright and that's something that I, I wish on other people, but I don't know if we should teach them how to pick their partners because if we base ourselves on people, people's marriages, picking a partner is not easy. Yeah. It's, is it, there an app it, on that? Is there what? An app? You, you want to try that? that? I'm sure there's an app for that. I don't know if yeah, you got to swipe left, partner. right, up or down. Or, I don't know, but I think it's crucial to you know understand what you're looking for, not just pick someone because 
they have the one thing that you're looking for in, in that moment for that deal where you should be picking someone that's going to have the same objectives ambitions you know work ethic mindset someone find out their why yeah what drives them and then dependent on their answer if their why is big their motivation is going to be good their focus is going to be good and determination is going to be good not just that guys that have some terrible work ethic that'll do anything to get to their why including fuck you over so yeah yeah (laughs) but it's it's a good maybe teaser for the next one i i agree it's you know Making the right decisions with partnerships that align with your values, really, right, in your direction. Re- uh, pooling resources in some way, which is what we're doing. Making sure that we have the same mindset. Always, we have a lot of fun together, which is also very important, right? It's not all business. We the last we can hang days. out together for four days and expect to do a podcast, and actually, it doesn't happen for the fourth day because a whole bunch of shit happened <laughs> in between. And uh, developing that strong bond in relationships, not only a resources perspective, a personality perspective, a drive perspective, a direction perspective, a aspiration perspective. Trust. We have a lot of the same, you know, we're aligned in a lot of different ways. And I think that's important. And when one falls, the other one can pick up the other. It's very helpful. And even when we struggle, we have a good time. And I think that to me is a huge, huge plus. Like that's where I know that I'm in the right place. Oh, no, 100%. We struggled a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, we had a blast doing it. We were laughing, so. And we have a, always the same solution. Let's go eat. <laughs> let's grab a coffee. Let's go eat. Let's take a nap. <laughs> or three. I think that's the attitude you got to have is just shake it off and just move on. It's like, yeah, when we got our shit together and the sun was behind us, we threw our hands yeah. up. Let's go eat. Let's go have a drink. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. So it has been fun, gentlemen. Not, not only these last three days, but these last several years. Yeah, yes, it has been. I think we're gonna we're gonna be in for a wild ride for uh, the last part of uh, 2021 and 2022. I'm hoping that uh, shit starts opening up and we it's can start doing these uh, cool events. And uh, we're supposed to be in Vegas. That was another thing too. Yeah. We were supposed to shoot this in Vegas two weeks ago. So instead, we're in beautiful, gorgeous oh, Ottawa. Ottawa. We're, we're yeah. Ottawa. Ottawa. Ottawa is Ottawa. I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so, so, from a listener perspective, you know, I follow your passion, do what you love, and and surround yourselves with like-minded people that you're gonna have fun with. Yep, I agree. And understand that you are capable of doing anything that that you want. You just have to take the next step and believe in yourself, and everything will work out. Just surround yourself with the right people. You know, whether it's just the right partners, the right coaches, the, the right friends. And, you know, you can go back. There's a lot of podcasts where we've, we've taught you how to do these things. But believe in yourself. You're an incredible human and you're going to be able to succeed at anything that you want to do. I agree with both of you very much. And know that the path that you think you're going to take is never the path that's actually going to happen. And be okay with being lost and knowing that there's a few dead ends that you're going to hit and have fun around what's happening. If you get frustrated, if you get stressed, which is not always easy to do, to just divorce yourself from what's happening and just look at the facts and be removed emotionally from the result, very difficult to do. Very easy to say. Yes. Very difficult to do. It's a struggle that all of us have. But the more divorced you are from the situation and more married you are to how can we fix it? How can we resolve it? What are, you know, what tools do we have? Like an escape room, really. That's what life is. Yeah. Right? And I actually went to an escape room not long ago, and it was the most frustrating experience ever. It's like, I give up. By not giving up, we got out of the escape room. 
So, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to give up a few times. I'm like, this is too frustrating. But you were other people, right? But and so together. Yes. And it's, it, it was actually a really uh, introspective experience on me. I learned a lot about myself after doing that. Also, we could have done a whole podcast on that. Yeah. Well, it's important what you're saying because it's not easy, you know, especially if you're in a, in a place where you've, you know, you've grown up in a negative environment or you're, you know, you're just conditioned to think negatively. I know it's hard. I was at that extreme before having to move on and change myself and it's it's not easy so if anybody says it's easy they're lying to you it's hard but not giving up will guarantee that you will eventually get to that mindset that you need to be able to move forward and and you'll see how magical that is and i know it sounds simple but it is a tough process uh but you'll thank yourself when you get through it but even if you don't succeed who so what pick up yourself and that's it dust yourself off it may take a few days weeks some may take months but well, you're always going to get set back. Like success is never a straight line, right? It's, it's going to be like if you look at a drawing and you start doing there's shambles everywhere. It's that's the struggle, and what, what, the reason that's there is for you to. They're kind of like mini tests on the way of. You, you've never seen it? I'll show you the drawing. Yeah. Well, well, wait a second. You're saying it's, you're not going to be successful, but in learning about yourself through the struggle, you've got to succeed. Yeah. yeah. That you can take that. You might think that, you that think. the success is the result that is that I'm going after. But it's the lesson in the failure, and I'm going to put failure in quotation marks, you were never supposed to get what you thought you were. You were supposed to learn the lesson that will actually get you to the next thing that's even better than what you thought it was. And that lesson is necessary. Because I No, no, 100%. Exactly what you just said, because I envisioned when I left the government, I said, no, I want to own a few properties. Here's how many doors I want. And that's it. It was very linear. It was very straight. Of course it was. I was in the doodle shit. I'm all over the place. But that's the journey. It's like, holy shit, we're in a fun. I'm an educator helping, coaching. I do got properties. I didn't think I was going to own a hotel either. Hotel, single family. Mobile home park? Never. Hotel finished. I didn't know what a mobile home park even looked at. Never mind stepping on but. Well, just the, how many times were you this close to closing on a property and then it all fell apart and you yeah. just had to start over? Like, just that. Start is, over, but is, you, all the lessons you yeah. learned. That's what I'm saying. And I was having this talk with a student who's, you know, she's she's been having a hard time getting to the deal that she wants. And she finally got to a place where, you know, she was there. Contract is signed, due diligence is going through. And then there's a, you know, there's a point where like, you know, you hit a wall where you don't have what you need in order to close. It just, it's not the right deal. And it's frustrating. And as much as they thought they were divorced from the result and married to the process, they realized that there's always a little bit or a small part of you that's still married to the deal. And, but, it was a lot easier this time than it was even in other times where she wasn't even at a contract and she was married to the deal. So there's progress there. And that's the lesson that she has to take. And she learned to do the diligence in the process. And it was it's amazing to see someone grow. But and when yourself are going through it, it just it's going to feel like you're always going backwards. But you need to step a couple of steps backwards before you can move forward. It's just the way life in the universe works. And the faster you understand that, the faster you'll get to your objectives. Life is an escape room. It is. Every struggle that you have, or you're never going to get out. Very anecdotal today. Very. Yeah. I have to edit a couple of things here because we wrap up different things, but who knows? Maybe you'll get the unedited version. And uh, But I think worth sticking out. So. And stay tuned for the next, uh, I guess, the next season, if we will. <laughs> yep, yeah, you're going to get to meet some people that are in our power in team. Our we've circle. Yeah, we've talked about our power team in past podcasts, and you'll slowly start to meet some of them. Some pretty incredible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really they make us look a lot better than we are. Wow. 
we're just, what we're leveraging their knowledge that's right just regular people doing amazing things just like you should be doing amazing things and it's just a matter of the actions that you take today that will really change your tomorrow so make that happen thanks so much for joining us today and again like it love it share it and if you want to leave a comment to add to our existing comments that would be phenomenal we appreciate you doing that as well and again stay tuned and appreciate uh Frank and uh, Gabe here, my two compadres, brothers from another mother, making this journey absolutely phenomenal. And me learning a lot about myself during this, holding me accountable to the things that I need to do and just making my life so much better. And I hope that all of you are able to find the right people to be around and selectively be around so you can really make big changes in your life as a team, opposed to all by yourself, because you don't have to do it alone. Uh, You don't have to be a lone wolf. You can do things, amazing things either by yourself or with the support of others, which is a lot more fun. Have a great day, and we look forward to you crushing it. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to getdealsbytuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm